In a world with so many uncertain and confusing voices, isn't it wonderful to know that there's an objective truth outside of ourselves? That truth is found in the Word of God. That word, which Paul tells us in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16 and 17, is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, and for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be complete, thoroughly equipped for every good work. The Bible is our foundation, and through it we learn the good news of Jesus Christ, the Gospel. This is Gospel Talk with Pastor Wes Bradenhoff. We invite you to join us today as we mine the riches of God's Word, searching as for hidden treasure, that we might understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. Here's our pastor and teacher, Wes Bradenhoff. Well, good afternoon. Welcome back. Welcome to another edition of Gospel Talk. I'm glad that you've joined me again this afternoon as we continue our series on basic Christian doctrine. We've been surveying some of the most important doctrines, that the, the, the most important teachings of the Bible. And yesterday we began looking at the work of Christ on the cross. We looked at the, the sweet swap that the, the justice and wrath of God were poured out on Christ so that we could receive the grace and mercy of God. Martin Luther called that the joyous exchange. We can also call it the sweet swap. And sweet indeed it is. It's at the heart of the gospel. Penal substitutionary atonement. The fact that Christ took the punishment that we deserve. Penal. He's our substitute. He went to the cross for us and in our place. And atonement. He's the one who brings reconciliation between God and us. And so what a wonderful doctrine to believe. Well, today we're going to continue along the same lines. We're going to talk about the doctrine of justification. Justification has been described as the doctrine by which the church stands or falls. It's again, this is at the heart of the gospel. This is so crucially important to get right. If you get this wrong, you get so many other things wrong. You get this right, you're on the right trajectory for many other elements of, of basic Christian doctrine, basic Christian practice and, and living and so on. So what is the doctrine of justification basically? Well, it's that God declares us to be right with himself only on the basis of Christ. And that declaration comes to us only through faith and by God's grace alone. That's a, a basic definition of justification. God declares us to be right with himself. It's a declaration. It takes place at a certain point. It takes place at a, a, a certain moment in time. Unlike sanctification, it's not a process. It is an event. That is a, a key distinction that we need to keep in mind. Justification is an event, not a process. So we believe that our, our blessedness lies in the forgiveness of our sins for Jesus Christ's sake, and that that's where our righteousness before God consists. And that's taught us in Holy Scripture by a number of, in a number of different places. Jesus Christ's righteousness is where we, how we are how we are right with God through his righteousness, not through anything that rests in ourselves. Ephesians 2 verse 8, for by grace you have been saved through faith and that not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. And 1 John 2 verse 1, my little children, these things I write to you so that you may not sin. And if anyone sins, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. 
2 Corinthians 5.19, that is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them, and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. We are justified by God's grace as a gift through the redemption which is in Christ Jesus. So justification being declared right by God is not something that we can earn for ourselves. It is something that is given to us of grace. And what's the, the basic definition of grace? Well, it's, the, it's when you receive the opposite of what you deserve. When you receive what you deserve, we call that justice. Justice is when you get what's coming to you. Grace is when you receive the opposite of what you deserve. So when we talk about our salvation, we talk about our relationship to God. Justice is when we receive the wrath of God in eternal punishment in hell. Grace, however, is when we are received by God into fellowship with him. We are taken by God into his family. He calls us his children. He showers his love and blessings upon us. That's grace. Someone has also defined grace by the, the, the letters of the, the, the word, the acronym God's Riches at Christ's Expense. That's also a, a good way to remember what grace is all about. God's Riches at Christ's Expense. Christ paid for us so that we could receive God's riches, what we don't deserve, the opposite of what we deserve. So this is the firm foundation for our salvation that we always hold to. And because all of this is true, because our salvation is in Christ alone, through grace alone, we give all the glory to God alone. God alone gets the praise and the honor for our salvation. And so we, we humble ourselves before God and we acknowledge and we confess ourselves to be what we are. We are. Are sinners. We are those who have offended a great and holy God. And so we humble ourselves before him. We don't claim anything for ourselves or for our merits. We, we don't, we're not proud. We have nothing to be proud of. We have nothing but sin. Sin is the only thing that we contribute to our salvation. And instead, of claiming anything for ourselves or for our merits, we rely and we rest on the only obedience of Jesus Christ and him crucified. His obedience is ours when we believe in him. Friends, I hope that's true of you, that you are believing in Jesus Christ and that through faith in him alone, you are right with God. You know, his perfect sacrifice on the cross paid for all our sins. But Jesus Christ has done more than that. He's also lived a perfect life in our place. His obedience is ours when we believe in him. Those are beautiful words. You know, not only are you declared by God to be innocent, to be not guilty, God also declares when you rest and trust in Jesus Christ, God also declares to you that you are positively right with him. You know, there are those who say that the wonder of the gospel is that God forgives all your sins and you get to try again. You get to make a new start, make a new effort at pleasing him and living a Christian life. Why, I even heard somebody a couple of years ago 
say that it's it's like a mulligan in golf. You know what a mulligan is? When you are out on the golf course, you, you might be able to buy a couple of mulligans if you're in a tournament or something for fundraising. You buy a mulligan. It's a do-over. Try again. And th- this particular popular preacher said that the gospel is that you get a mulligan. You get a do-over. You get a try again. Jesus Christ has, has wiped the slate clean. Now the slate is given back to you, and you get to fill it up with all your good works if you can. That's not the gospel, friends. That's a perversion of the gospel. The gospel is that Jesus Christ has wiped our slate clean of all the the rotten, bad deeds that we've ever done. He forgives us, and then he fills up that slate with his perfect obedience, with all of the the law-keeping of his life. Jesus Christ has kept that law perfectly for us and in our place because we could not do it for ourselves. And so in every way, when we stand before God, we are right with him. Not only right in the sense that all of our sins have been forgiven, but also right in the sense that we are perfectly righteous, positively righteous with him. We've not only not broken the law, we have kept the law perfectly because Jesus Christ did it for us and in our place. You see, that's also part of the wonderful biblical doctrine of justification. And you know where that's found? That's found in in Romans 5, right at the end of that chapter. It says in, in verse 18, Therefore, as through one man's offense, judgment came to all men, resulting in condemnation. Even so, through one man's righteous act, the free gift came to all men, resulting in justification of life. And here it comes in verse 19. For as by one man's disobedience, many were made sinners, so also by one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. By one man's obedience, many will be made righteous. Through Jesus Christ's obedience, we are right with God. What a wonderful comfort that is. You don't have to go through life wondering if you've done enough, even if you've thanked God enough, if you've loved him enough, if you You don't have to be burdened with those anxieties and concerns because Jesus Christ has done it all for you. Just think about that. Rest in that. Trust in that. And so that's sufficient to cover all our iniquities, all our sins. It gives us confidence in drawing near to God. Our consciences are free of fear and terror and dread. We have nothing to worry about. We're not like Adam. You know, Adam at the beginning, he he was afraid of God. He tried to hide. He covered himself with fig leaves. We don't have to do that. God has clothed us with the perfect righteousness of Jesus Christ. And so we have nothing to fear. We don't have to be in terror. We don't have to be in dread. God is not our judge When we believe in Jesus Christ, God is no longer our judge. In fact, the judge has come down from the bench and he's taken off his judicial robes and he embraces us and calls us his children and he brings us from the courtroom into the family room. He says, you're my children. I love you. Everything I have is yours. That's a beautiful gospel. You think about that for a moment. If we had to appear before God, relying even if it was just a little bit on ourselves or some other creature, we would be consumed 
There would be no hope for us. Jesus Christ said to the Pharisees, You are those who justify yourselves before men, but God knows your hearts. For what is highly esteemed among men is an abomination in the sight of God. And in Psalm 18:27, For you will save the humble people, but will bring down haughty looks. It's not the righteous who Jesus came for, but sinners. We would be consumed if we were to rely on anything other than Jesus Christ. If we were to think that there was something in ourselves through which we could be saved. Something we could bring to God and say, here, look at this. Look what I have to offer. God would reject it. No man living is righteous before God on his own. It says that in Psalm 143, verse 2. David says, Do not enter into judgment with your servant, for in your sight no one living is righteous. In ourselves we are not righteous. We can only be righteous by resting and trusting in Jesus Christ alone. That's the glorious biblical teaching of justification. And I hope that, friend, that you're resting and trusting in Jesus Christ also again this afternoon. Hope that today's message has been an encouragement to you. We've come to the end uh, for today's program. Hope you'll join me again tomorrow as we continue our survey of basic Christian doctrine. We're glad you joined us today on Gospel Talk with our host, Pastor Wes Bradenhoff. This program comes to you today through the generous support of the Willoughby Heights Canadian Reformed Church in Langley. The Willoughby Heights Canadian Reformed Church worships each Sunday at 10 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. and We always welcome visitors. You can find us in Langley at 7949-202-A Street. Again, that's 7949-202-A Street in Langley. You can also find the Willoughby Heights Church online at www.whcanrc.com. That's www.whcanrc.com. You can also call us toll-free at 1-866-288-1087. Again, that number, 1-866-288-1087. Or email us at gospeltalk at hotmail.com. That's gospeltalk, all one word, at hotmail.com. Thanks again for joining us today. We hope that our time together has been a blessing to you. This has been Gospel Talk with Pastor Wes Bradenhoff.